This one's for you. This one's for you. I think I made it. Hey, Beauty Needs Me fam. We are back again. I am one of your co-hosts, Dunio Dumasil, and I'm here with my co-host. Other co-host. <laughs> Talia Griffin. <laughs> and if this is your first time on the show or listening to the show, Beauty Needs Me is a podcast where we discuss beauty from a holistic perspective. Um, beauty, wellness, that crosses color, culture, and country lines. And today we have the co-founders of Condition Her, Wendy and Eugenia. Yes, hey, I already love it here. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And thank you for having us. We'll let both of you introduce yourselves to our listeners. Yes, Eugenia, why for don't sure. you go first? Okay, um, my name is Eugenia Marshall, and I am a co-founder of Condition Heart, a mother uh, and uh, executive. <laughs> we got so much to talk about. I know, <laughs> girlfriend too. I'm, I probably should add that. You know, he might not. He might not be feeling that intro. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Hey, so and I'm Wendy Roseberry. Um, also an employed entrepreneur, as Eugenia and I both are. Um, I am I apparently am CEO. I'm really not a titles person, but we are co-founders and I do operate as a CEO of Condition Her. Uh, I'm a mother also, 25-year-old, um, a mother of a Black son, very proud mother. That's a grown-up. Uh, he's a grown, grown man. Um, and just happy to be here um, speaking with both of you, especially um, to the diaspora. And I love that you uh, cover cover it all when it comes to our beauty, because our beauty is not a monolith. Yes. And happy to be here today. Thank you for having us, ladies. Great. So bef- before we jump in, I have to ask a question. Why do you prefer the term employed entrepreneur? It's It's who... It's definitely who I am. It's who we are. It's who I've always been in my journey. As people ask me, you know, I, we had to do a really interesting kind of like a highbrow interview, um, which I was like, aren't we here to talk about vulvas? But no, she was very much so like career trajectory oriented. And it kind of paused me for a minute because I've never really looked at my, as terms of career trajectory. Mm. I looked at that until my mid thirties. Uh, when I found myself in my current um, job, but it means exactly what it says. We both are full-time executives uh, in our day jobs. I've been at my job for 11 years. I work uh, at Warner Brothers Television. I've been there 11 years in, in about four or five different positions, um, always in, in growing uh, there. And uh, I spend all of my other time, every lunch break, after work, as we are now, uh, before work, um, hustling and pushing and scale, working to scale our business condition her. So that's what being an employee, it's literally a phrase that I have used since my twenties. It's just, I have found that when other people hear it, they're like, oh, okay. They immediately get it. And Mm -hmm. they want to do footwork. It allows people to ask you, you know, everyone's always asking, what do you do? And you know, people get, some people don't even like that question. So I've just, it's taught me to ask like, what do you do, you know, for your job? But what are you passionate about? Because that, that gives you a turn helps kind of turn the, the, the turn the conversation a bit. So I love yeah, that. I am a proud employee. I am I am I would love to move again, being very careful with my words considering I am still employed, but longing <laughs> <laughs> for the day um, to move into that full entrepreneur space and see what that life looks like here in um, 
2021 and beyond. So yeah. I love that. I, I use the word um, or the term careerpreneur, but I feel like I'm about to start using employed. I know employed entrepreneur, <laughs> right? Yep. The t-shirts are on the way, literally. So we got one with your name on it. That okay? is a great just, one. I'm just here for the insurance. So <laughs> <for the insurance. laughs> that is a great one. So Eugenia, to kick us off, tell us what is Condition Her? Okay, so Condition Her is an intimate skin moisturizer, okay? Um, I, I say it like that now because um, Wendy has often pointed out that, that people without hair, sometimes they, um, they think they don't need our product. Um, that, you know, they automatically assume just because of Condition Her, the name, that it's a conditioner just for hair. And this product is so much more than that. Um, and uh, it is a intimate skincare moisturizer. It softens the, the skin, softens the hair if it's present. Um, the biggest thing that I think that it does, at least in my life, um, because, you know, I'm, I got the big thighs in, in, of, the co- of the founders, um, it really helps with chafing and ingrown hairs. Um, and um, ever since the product hit the market, I mean, it seems like one after the other, um, people have told us so many other amazing things that the product does because of, of all of the amazing ingredients. And, mm. um, and, and it's just been, like I said, it's, it's, it's basically what we found is more, more than once we've heard, it is the thing that everyone didn't know that they needed, but they did, you know. I'm going to back us up a little bit because I think we might have uh, buried the lead a little bit. We got to be very clear when we're talking about this product because we've said hair, we've had an intimate, people get real confused. Ladies and gents, this is for your vulva. Boom. Okay? Come on. I have a lesson here real quick because <laughs> it can be very confusing when you hear hair and intimate because your head is intimate to you too. Mm. So I want to be very clear here. This is an intimate skincare moisturizer that was formulated for your vulva. Okay. We also found along the way that it does work on other intimate areas, meaning like Gina was saying, she thickened the thighs. I'm slim thick, okay, but my thighs, I don't, I don't really experience the chafing yet. But you don't have to be a thick, thick person to experience chafing. You could be a runner. Runners absolutely know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You could be, you know, ride bikes. You could be a cyclist. They absolutely know what we're talking about when it comes to chafing. So these are for, these are, uh, this is a moisturizer that was formulated for your vulva because that area, that's the gateway to your vagina. And that goes into a whole educational lesson, folks. Yes. Y'all for- learned in the first, second, third grade about them body parts. Y'all been calling it coochie, vagina, all the other words. And that external, the vagina is a part of the vulva. That's just the inner part. That is the part that where you put, you know, that leads, it's the, uh, it leads to your cervix. Okay. So that's the canal. Everything outside, your lips, your labia, your clitoris, most of these things that men can't find all the time. Those things <laughs> on the outside, y'all. Okay. The, the, the uh, vagina is the internal canal. So this product is for your external intimate area, specifically your vulva, but works magic between your thighs if you chafe, as well as underarms. If you get underarm discomfort after shaving or waxing or lasering, um, this is wonderful post-shaving, waxing, lasering, or sugaring immediately after use to help irritation. So that's really why I just wanted to be very clear when we were saying intimate and hair and skin. Mm-hmm. We was talking about her down there. <laughs> yes, yes. But we checking on her. Yes. I, I am absolutely obsessed right now because I have talked about my laser hair removal on my down there way too many times on this pod. And <laughs> and do you love it? Do you love it? Oh, I love it. I love laser hair. I love hair. it too. I'm a it laser girl. 
one of the best decisions I ever made. But what led me to that is because I have, I would get terrible ingrown hairs whenever I got waxed or sugared. So I'm super excited to talk about this product and to know that there's something out there that's formulated specifically for down there, especially by two Black women. One especially because women. Black women get ingrown hairs so Absolutely. commonly because it's the way that our hair grows. Our hair grows yes. typically in a it's in a circular motion. And I honestly, I'm gonna have to give out shout out to um what's the big word? Allyship. Okay. I have had a lot of allies in my world. And when I, I started waxing when I was 18, um, shout out to Diamond Bar High. I lived in grew up in Diamond Bar, California. And my wax lady, who was, was an older white woman at the time, she told me straight up, Wendy, as you get ready to venture out into the world, you know, you I won't always be your esthetician. Make sure you're very careful about who you allow to wax you. She said, ask them straight up, do you have other Black clients? She was like, because if they don't have Black clients, they're not going to know how to deal with your hair pattern. Your hair may grow in different directions. You know, I have a ton of esthetician friends now. They have, they're like, some of their hair grows down. Some of it grows up. Some of it goes... So she was like, you really, they really have to know your hair pattern and they have to pull in a certain way. Otherwise, you're going to have issues. And I was so glad that she told me that. And it, even in this day, you know, there was... Years where Black women, A, we couldn't use lasers. Mm-hmm. I have friends that are early adapters. They are, you know, dope, single Black women that have always been leading the charge in terms of the health and wellness routines that they... So I've had a friend that's been lasering probably 15 years, like back in the day when it first wow. came out. And I asked her, how was it? And she's like, really painful. Mm-hmm. Turns out lasers were not meant for dark skin. They could not pick up underneath the melanin. They couldn't pick up the hair. So it was just burning, almost like Crisco, burning the skin. And so what has happened over the last, I don't know, maybe seven to 10 years, maybe 10 years, they have updated those lasers so that it can pick up. Mm. But what they didn't do was go out and do a whole marketing campaign, which most beauty brands don't, to say, hey, Black girls, hey, Black people, yes. you can use us now. And when you go to their websites, even the place that I go here, I have actually admonished them or asked them several times, can you switch up the look of your Instagram? Because I'm constantly taking Black women who think they can't do this and nobody looks like us. So it makes it a very hard sell. Yet a very dark-skinned, beautiful Black woman mm-hmm. introduced me to this, this space. So ladies, Black women, Black men, we can do laser. And so I hope we hope to see more and more Black-owned laser centers. Mm-hmm. Just people in those places. If you're going somewhere and those ladies doing your laser, do not say that they are RNs. You should leave. Because those are registered nurses that are performing those services in there. So... Um, yes, I'm a big advocate for and laser. And don't forget so. to take your condition her with you because yes. um, I laser, Wendy lasers. And when I take, when I go to my visits, I take condition her with me because of the healing properties. It mm. soothes mm. extremely quickly. And I mean, and I get laser, you know, I get laser on, you know, my chin, my lip, and, you know, I get it everywhere. I'm just like carefree, okay? Yes, and yes. Everywhere. And, um, and it, it works like that. I agree. And let me just say, because I was gifted this product maybe like nine months ago and I'm someone who doesn't get ingrown. So I was like, I don't really think this for me, sis, but this is cute. I'll try it. What happens to me is that when the hair starts to grow back, it starts to itch. Itchy. It starts to itch. And it's so, this product is so soothing. I was like, and Eugenia, I'm just like you because I get laser on my crack. And I was like, you know, I'm going to scratch my booty crack. So I was like, like, this this Mm I feel like I need a cocktail right now. (laughs) But you're right, you know, (laughs) you're right. No, because it's almost the, it almost numbs a little bit. And to be honest, 
men, because we hope you're listening too, because there's four beautiful black women here. Um, men, because y'all nosy and y'all pick up our products in the bathroom. Come on, freak. please tell them. <laughs> you saw, you saw, you, you using our all kind of stuff, right? Uh, you saw this little tube with this little uh, coochie on it, as my, my church yes. friends in virtue. And you wondered, then you, they picked it up and they read it and they saw what it did, that it was, uns- they opened it and it was unscented. Mm-hmm. So they, hmm, <laughs> let me try this after I shave. And guess what? It worked for them. And I don't mean to throw my brother under the bus, but he was one of the first men. Sorry, Jerry. I had to tell you. I got to see his case study. Tell he, he, was was like, he called me. He was like, sis, don't tell nobody. But I've been using the conditioner. Um, I was like, where? He, he got like, the coochie cream on his face. On, I mean, girl, if they ain't had no coochie on their face, we have a whole... That's a whole <laughs> you ain't had no coochie on your face, that's another problem. <laughs> We have to end the conversation. But he said my brother had been, you know, like a lot of brothers struggle with getting the beard to fill in. Yeah. And he said, in, in addition to bumps, one of the reasons why he felt like he could never grow a full beard is because the itchy phase. Mm-hmm. He said he'd shave and a day or two later, that itchiness would hit so bad he couldn't take it to let it go through the what it needed mm-hmm. to go through. He would just shave again. Mm-hmm. So men, men shave often. So he, so he said during quarantine, he was like, you know what, let me try it. It's unscented. Ain't nobody here. They ain't gonna know putting it on my face. So he tried it and it it numbed the itchiness to allow the hair to grow in. My brother got a beard. Look at that. Wow. Look at beards. Look at look, beards, ladies look and gentlemen. At that. All right. Let's <laughs> let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. Um sure. let's we would love to understand, Wendy, your journey with beauty. When you were young Wendy, what was your relationship like with beauty? You know, when young Wendy was very much a tomboy, I started sports at the age of five. Soccer was my first sport. Basketball was my, but I always liked, you know, little beauty stuff. I think I have some pictures of me. I have to send you guys of like being five and my little, my Jerry curl. Yes, I had a Jerry curl at five. So my mama didn't really know how to do hair like that. <laughs> and she put, up, she put her daughter in a Jerry curl and I had my little poses, you know, I had my little rosy cheeks. Um, but I didn't, my mom wasn't a bitch. She did her makeup and everything, but she wasn't like a super solid you know, beauty person. She did her routine. My mother, I'm also a preacher's kid, hence the child out of wedlock, the tattoos. Oh, preacher's kid. <laughs> I'm a PK. <laughs> so, you know, she wasn't all into th- that much. But um, as I got, I always had besties that were super into beauty. And I went to like, an, I think like etiquette school as a kid. So one of the first brands I ever bought, I think my dad, I'll never forget. I think it was the summer before eighth grade. And you know, that's when you're a big girl. And my dad gave me $50 and I got to go to mall with my friend and I was allowed to buy Estee Lauder. Buy Estee Lauder, whatever little basic stuff, my little $50, $60 was going to get. That was kind of fancy. And then I think in my youth, everyone knew Mary Kay. Everybody knew somebody that had the pink hat black. Mm -hmm. Um, Growing up, one of my best friends, uh, moms, um, shout out to Allison. Her mom was a big Mary Kay woman and she was a, a white woman and her husband had they were well to do and her husband had built her a salon and so I think I was one of the first black women who she'd ever she had on the wrong colors but she was practicing but I was one of the first you know so Mary Kay those things uh I remember you know like I said Estee Lauder was a big deal wet and wild was definitely 506 or 508 y'all know that color that little berry color the 508 that was the thing but outside of that I didn't really I, I honestly think I'm just getting into my beauty routine in the last 10 years. Um, wow. Gina's going to have better answers because she's a beauty girl. Yes, Gina, we want to we hear all about it. Yeah, you know, um, 
I, as, as you guys can see, and you know, you can't hear it, you can't hear the complexion, but I am a chocolate sister. And um, I, since I was really, really young, my mom has always told me that like my skin was my biggest, like she just loved my skin because I'm a, I'm a little more chocolate than my mom. I'm her chocolate drop. And so she always wanted me to protect it. So I had to play outside in pants and she didn't want me to get any scars. So to this day, I still don't have any major scars because my mom protected my skin as if it was the last thing on earth. And um, so, you know, skincare is extremely important to me. Um, I, I, you know, I wear, I've been that person who is dark skinned that wore SPF in their, you know, their whole life. I protected my skin, always embracing the color that the sun brought, but not the harmful parts of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm, like I said, so, so being in skincare is probably like natural for me, especially when I care, you know, it's something that I, I really care about dark spots, all that kind of stuff. I know every trick in the book, lemon, you know, lemon soap, black soap, you know, exfoliation, dry brushing, your girl is on it, okay? The little aloe vera ball, you know, I, I'm, I'm the one, okay? I'm the one in TJ Maxx on, in the clearance, like being like, do I think I need this? No, that's me, that's me. So I, I would say that my journey to beauty was definitely through skincare and then, it kind of evolved into makeup and all of those other things. But at the core of who I am, I guess, um, um, skincare has always been extremely important to me. What's your current daytime skincare routine? Right now, um, I use, uh, I, I, I typically, every day I exfoliate, right? Because for some reason, like I keep, you know, like, like um, um, apricot scrub, you know, like I use various types, like, I have like my faves and that are more high end. And then I have like the old, the, the old faithful, which is the apricot scrub that you can get at Walgreens. Hey, I've yes, on girl, your face? that is my go-to. <laughs> really? That is my go-to. Um, okay. I'm going to be honest. Talia and I may or may not have dragged people for using that St. Ives still. Ah, <laughs> I love it. I am judging I the honesty. I'm a I love the honesty because your fans is about to be like, oh, they some hypocrites. Look, and, like, and I want y'all to know, Eugenia is so fucking pretty. And Literally, I'm looking I'm, at her face. Yes, yes. And I'm like, you put that scrub on your face? Yes, girl. It is so yes, smooth. Girl, I use it. and But you know, I do use the Olerickson black walnut scrub too. And that's probably like my number one. But I do use the apricot, the old school, because that's what my grandma used. So, you know, you, it's in my bathroom. Get where you came from. I appreciate that. I appreciate you know? that. My grandmother always said, um, always use cold water on your face. So I use cold water. So this is a 46-year-old cold water face. Um, a 40 what? 46, girl. I need to see She's somebody. older than me. She's, old. She's need, the older one. Of, well, Wendy, when you said you had a 25-year-old son, I, we need to I'm 45. Some, I mean, she the older one. We she need to see ID because this. <laughs> girl, cold water, a little apricot scrub, girl. And then, wow. you know, like I said, I do use some higher-end stuff, too. Um um i kate somerville like i've been getting into her products they work really well for me like her cream kate is amazing yes yes he needs an award for that um (laughs) so it it, you know her products like i've been very impressed with her whole line because you know like i think that you know like my first the first products that my mom bought me were clinique you know like the soap Mm -hmm. the astringent and the moisturizer i was allowed to buy clinique also the clinique was like my first 
quote unquote skincare routine. But yeah. um, as I've gotten older that I noticed that I need to moisturize, 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 and then seal like with a, like a nice oil and like th- that I prefer to have like in a glass bottle. Um, yes. You know, I can't name all the different products that I've used, but I typically like to seal with a nice oil, put on a nice deep moisturizer at night and, and then seal yes. and go out, out in the sun. Love. Wendy, how long have you had your locks for? Oh, well, this has been a bit of a journey. I have, I started in 2004. Okay. And um, I, they were doing their thing. I have, (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, I told you, so my mom didn't know how to do hair really. So I didn't really know how to do do hair and I didn't like doing hair. I I played sports most of my life and all that until I discovered boys. <clears throat> the vein, the, 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 the end, the end of the the beginning of the end. Anyway, um, so I started these locks up. My my first long term boyfriend, I think it was twenty three, and he said, "Listen, you want long hair? You like longer hair? Your hair, your hair don't grow like that. your hair grows." I was like, "It does." He was like, "You need to lock your hair." I was like, "You're right," because I grew up. I always had braids. I was had that. I was always called the girl with the braids. Mm-hmm. So the brand. Braids. I had. I would look like Brandy. I would look like whoever was the braids. The poetic justice. I had the braids. The long, thin. I had them all. I was the girl with the braids. And so um, he was right. He was like, you know, you not only do you need them, you need to do them yourself. You need to get have a journey. So one of our other besties, shout out to. I'm Shawana. like, who is this man? All in your hair right. business, girl. Yes, he was. Yeah, musician. Very. He actually. Mm-hmm. He actually was great. Great at a lot of things that I wasn't. Not great at some things. Why are we not together? That's another podcast. My good girlfriend, our good girlfriend, Shawana, several of you may follow her. She's uh, at Be Beautiful LA on Instagram, just a beautiful platform that celebrates Black beauty and Blackness. And she, we had become friends at the time. And she was like, yeah, let me, she helped me cut out the rest of my perm. So I was trying to go natural, but I was like straw setting. It was like yeah. fake natural. And she came and cut my perm out and we knotted it down. And I did Bantu knots for a year until it locked. And um, then... I made a promise after my uh, engagement didn't work out. And I said, listen, I'm going, if I'm not married, by the time these locks touch my bra strap, we going we gonna to cut them. I'm supposed to be married. I was like, we, I'm going to be married by the time. So girl, about two years ago, that, them locks crept up on that bra strap and my, my uh, hairstylist, shout out to Greg Gilmore, who does my color. Uh, he said, girl, what you want to do something different? I said, what you thinking? He's like, you want to cut it? A long bob. I said, where's it at? He said, buy your bra strap. I said, yep, cut it. <laughs> The husband ain't here. Cut it. So you're uh, sticking to your commitment. Yeah. So we cut it right about up here into an asymmetrical bob. And this is the grow out uh, over uh, those that time. So, yes, it's been a while. Girl. I love that. I love if I, most um, I ask because I know I think most women I know it's a very spiritual journey for them with locks. So I was you know wondering if any of that came through. It, it did. It came at a time where I was starting my business for the first time. So um, Eugenia and I own our, our, the business that owns Condition Her is Social Butterfly Consulting. So I've been in product placement, brand integration, biz dev for a long time. It's so funny to see the kids wearing Von Dutch again these days. Uh, I see the Hulu um, uh, documentary coming out. Uh, we have some stories to tell ourselves. We're very intricate in introducing that brand to some of Black Hollywood, some of the first sightings. And so I was actually working for an insurance broker at the time and that I was also starting this business, this product placement brand integration business and coming out of working, uh, spending several years um, working at Fred Siegel here in Melrose. Mm -hmm. 
And um, when I decided to step out of my job to go ahead and pursue, I don't know what what I was thinking with no no, no real income other than that. But I, that, that was a part of the journey. I said, the minute I quit this job, I'm going to start locking. And that's what happened. Love it. And that, that's kind of what we did. Um, that's when I really was serious about it. I was playing with it. They, they would lock, unlock. But that's when I got serious. And so now you do go on a journey with your locks. They've been through so many things with me, through so many stages. And now it's like, okay, what's next? What's the, you know, is there a time where I'll ever shave? And, and I'm not afraid to do that. I mean, it's just hair. Um, but I we'll feel see. the same way. Yep, I do plan. Your hair is gorgeous. So is your skin, both of you. So we'll see, you know, but if you, um, if these locks get on down to this bra strap, better look at <laughs> ring look, finger. Look, I just <laughs> cut my hair. I had never done anything to my hair. I just cut my hair into a bob. Dooney, when was it like, it had to be like four months ago. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. And I was just like something, something completely different. And because I'm not guarded with my hair either. I'm like, it'll grow back or it won't <laughs> like whatever, right. whatever happens, it will be fine. And I'm building up to kind of like have a little boosy fade, like just kind of sh- shave it all about off. I've been thinking about <laughs> shaving aside. Yeah. I've been, I've wondered about shaving aside. It's a journey. Back. It's a journey. Holler at me in 2023. But like, I, I cut it into a bob, <laughs> which was like a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I cut my hair. I was bald once. Wait a minute. Like, it wasn't my choice. I lost my mother and my hair was falling out in clumps. Wow. And um, when I went to go get it cut, the person was like, you're missing like a whole like block of hair right here. And I was like, just cut it off. Wow. And it was the best. It was the best part of that journey because releasing the hair kind of helped me release her. Mm. How long did you keep it low or cut for I, I I went all the way to like a one inch guard. Wow. And tapered on the side. And then did you let it grow out? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. And I just grew it out from there. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I need a I photo. Lost... Can you email us a photo? I didn't even know this. This is new news to me. I was like, you need girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, we were in our twenties. We were young. Like, I can't style it. Like you miss it. Like, <laughs> because it was falling out. You know, like when you go through something that traumatic, mm-hmm. it was like, my body just was going through it and my hair started falling out. And I was like, oh my God. And when he cut it, it was like, it was like, it was like a release. Like even just looking at yourself in the mirror with your hair gone, uh, and especially you, after your hair was so much a part of who you were. Well, one thing about you too is not only did you have, you know, her mother had really long hair and Gina's hair now is very full, but Gina can do hair. Listen, if Gina get fired tomorrow. She could open a salon. This girl can do your braids. Wait a minute, Eugenia. Okay. Where do you, next, like, next time I'm in Cali, I need what, to. I, I was need, like, Eugenia, Cali. where do you wait, Eugenia? Where do you live? Because I'll be in LA on Friday. Like, where do child you, better pull up? I'm like, I have an appointment <laughs> on a style seat, but I can cancel that. I don't even know that woman. <laughs> wait a minute. Yes, girl. Yes. I, I can do I it. I love I love how deep the both of you are in beauty in various in various ways. So condition her. Where did the inspiration come Ooh, from? Oh, I know. Wait a minute. I got a story. I'm gonna tell, I'm going to tell the audience their story, just a story. Oh, thank you. And then I want thank you, you, I want you to jump <gasps> in. And and the only reason I'm just gonna give this this little bitty oh, snippet, like- right? Because I heard that the idea came from a girl's trip to Chicago. And I'm from Chicago. So Uh I want to know what happened with the women who are putting conditioner, hair conditioner on their coochies. (laughs) Uh, 
Um, wait a so, minute. Is that the inspiration? You said you literally, wait, no. I read this. I did read that. So, too, okay. I'm confused. So, the question. The true is so, okay. So it's, it's my fault. It's Wendy's fault. Um, so in my youth, in my, as part of the, I didn't even, in my teenage days, in my youth, okay. you know, for a black woman getting in the hair wash day is a big deal for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially the youth days back in the day, we didn't have all these different type of products. You know, and we we were, we're a little more seasoned than y'all. So back in back in our day, we had Suave and Pantene. That's what we get. You, you, <laughs> and tail, you might have had Man and Tail around, but you was using Suave or Pantene. Man and Tail, strawberry Suave. That's what was in the shower. And um, for me, what 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 this journey with this product has taught me is that I had an intimate skincare routine or regimen as a very young as at a young age. Mm. So hair wash day, you know, you take your Kool-Aid in the bathroom, you got the radio in there, or the phone, if you got the long cord, you, could, you brought everything there because it was going to be a minute. He was in there at least an hour or two trying to wash black hair. And during that time, hair wash days was my overall intimate care day. Mm. So when it came to that hair and, and my pubic hair, I was like, well, it's hair too. It's getting this treatment too. It's hair wash day. It's going to get this shampoo, suave strawberry, and it's going to get the for the two minutes that the bottle said it's supposed to sit on here. And it was Wendy, a- I ain't never ever thought to put You're an only because it's a whole a whole bunch that. of women out here was like, man, I didn't know nobody. Here's the deal what we learned. Women tell we're on a show full of girlfriends right now. Yes. Sister, we, y'all tell strangers some things y'all never told your best friend. <laughs> You ain't lying. <laughs> we talk about a lot. You'll be like, girl, I think I got a yeast infection. Let me call the doctor and get the flesh. Girl, I think I got another UTI. Like, we talk about those things. Yeah. But we don't talk about what happens when we close the shower curtain. What, like, mm. you guarantee you none of your friends have ever asked, girl, how you wash your coochie? Do you go from left to right, side to side? Do you hit the top before you hit the bottom? Mm-hmm. We don't have that conversation. We have a lot of conversations. We don't talk about our intimate skincare regimen. And that became very evident to us with this process, especially in vendoring. When, as women approach our table, if you're ever around us and we're vendoring, you're going to approach and we're going to ask you, how you doing, girl? And you're going to say, fine. And I'm going to point at her and say, how's she doing? And then they get thrown all the way off. Like I'm pointing at the coochie and asking how she's doing. <laughs> and they get defensive. Oh, she's great. <laughs> she good, good. She extra with the teeth. She good, good. <laughs> Period. She good, good. <laughs> and I'd be like, hmm. Hi, let me let me do a little quiz. I was like, I ain't going to say she not clean. Whatever you wash with, what you do, honey pot, water, whatever you'd use. I said, is she exfoliated? And that's when the little faces start to shift. They'd be like, Ugh. and then when it's a group of friends, one one will be like, yup. And the other will be like, no. And she'd be like, I didn't know you did that. You didn't tell me. Again, we don't talk about all those things. And, you know, yes, she should be exfoliating. Are you... um? You know, are you moisturizing? Oh, yes, girl. I only use the natural thing. I use, what do you, shea butter. Mm, the raw kind in the tub? Yes, girl. Mm, boo. <laughs> of course. Wasn't meant for that area. It's not at all. And Gina's favorite um, saying, and I'm stealing it now, is just because it's natural doesn't mean it's safe for that part of your body. Okay? Mm-hmm. Just because it says it's lavender oil or shea butter, or some type of oil, and you think lavender oil is a very harsh oil. Do I really want lavender oil on my vulva? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do I really? And and people may say, one of the biggest benefits of Condition Her is it helps maintain your pH balance. Mm-hmm. And some may say, well, it's for external. So how is that doing? Your pH is internal, right? Um, because everything we put on our skin, we put it there to do what? To penetrate. Mm-hmm. To do things. And so everything we put that that vulva skin is very thin and sensitive. 
That's why for those of you that do in get ingrowns, if you notice, the ingrown almost be like, let me out. It's like protruding. It's so thin, you can almost just take your nail, scratch a little bit, and it pop up. Mm. You know, you don't always have to go digging. A lot of times it's surface level because that layer of skin, which is why we promote exfoliating gently three, four times a week to keep that dry skin away. And then you want to back it up with the moisturizer every day just to keep that area supple. What the moisturizer is doing is, A, keeping that dry level of skin, but it's also penetrating. And our, we have a, an amazing female biochemist. She's a phenomenal woman. She comes from a long line of biochemists. Biochemists, she, uh, we make and manufacture in Europe. So this product has been tested. Oh, there's a whole lot of kitty cat, Yanni perfume, Yanni oil, and no shade to those women. Get your dough. But A, they're not tested. They're made at home. Mm. And I don't know how that's going to impact me. I know who made this product. I know the level of sensitivity. I know she makes products for cancer patients. I know that she's revered in Europe and globally and that she has taken the time to have a lot of care with what she put in here. And so, you know, all those that are like, oh, I use this, y'all lying. If you're telling me you ain't got a hot date and you ain't took that perfume ever and sprayed it on the outside of them panties or on them <laughs> panties, y'all done it. That little, That's we know you got that little trendy. bath and body works, whatever spray you spraying in them spaces, pomegranate, whatever. <laughs> we know you're doing it and it's not a good look. Even those of us, when we started the product, we thought we wanted to just soften pubic hair. Like you said, to answer your question, this started because I was dating a brother long distance Every time I tell the story, and if he, he if he listens, I gotta think he gotta be like, yeah, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> um, this brother was li living in Chicago by way of Brooklyn, and he was very vocal, and he let me know he preferred more hair than I was keeping, and I always kept a little two two and a half finger landing strip, so mm -hmm. she wasn't there, but he wanted more hair. He wanted if I had panties on, he was okay with seeing it, you know, on the outskirts because I asked, I gave a scenario like, okay, if I got panties on, he was going like this. Right. I was like, it's mean. And he was like swimmer, like almost a little Finding Nemo, a little fish. Okay. <laughs> that meant he was okay with seeing it outside of the panty. And I said, why? And he said, well, to be honest, we were in our mid-30s at the time. He said, the presence of pubic hair for me now as a grown man uh, signifies um, maturity. It's, I know I'm dealing with a grown woman and someone that's not like, like not an uh, pubescent, not an adolescent, you know, this mm. is a grown woman. And he's like, he's always thought that. You know, I, it could be a little porn fetish here and there. I don't know. Brothers have all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. All little kinks. Communicate all little kinks. That's what he liked. And he asked me if I could not wax. And I was like, sure. You know, I'll save my little pain and my money because I was waxing at the time. But I was in Chicago with my girls. It was fourth. Of, it was around 4th of July. And I went to dinner to drinks the next night. And I did what girls do. Tell all the business. Tell all the business. We show all <laughs> those fellas. Don't be sending us no. If you ain't our dude, dude, don't send us no. Don't send us photos because the whole crew done seen what you're working with. You know what I'm <laughs> Minus, you know, if you the dude, if you the main dude, if you the boyfriend, we might. Yeah. So if you the main dude, you got got to. Dang, I was trying to protect you, dog. You see, I was trying to. You didn't to know you were a main dude when you sent that first, first pick. And that's what I was thinking because while we were. I was trying to protect her. She done told on herself. I was trying to protect. Sorry. He know who he is. Sorry. While you had a nickname. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially but, um, if it was unsolicited. But, uh. Yeah, the girls, we were, I was, she, no, you get popped in the eye. You're like, <laughs> Lord Jesus, I can't stand her. Um, she, I don't even know what that's like anymore. I don't even know because the pandemic done just took all my chances away. But um, it's me. If y'all ain't bought 30 vibrators during pandemic, I don't know what y'all do. <laughs> 
But um, no, so I went to tell the girls that night and they were like, he wants what? And we're just talking. I was like, man. And it just, my mind started move, went back to when I was a teenager. And I literally at the table said, well, damn, I guess I'm gonna have to go back to my teenage days and did, do what I did back in the day. And that my girls was like, well, what you do? I was like, y'all ain't never used your hair conditioner on your pubes, like put it. And so the table, some started laughing. Some were just as surprised as um, both of you ladies. And some were, then the confessions were like, yeah, I've done it before. And then we're like, well, why'd you do it? Oh, because I thought I was softening the hair, at least adding a little scent. You know, was I doing it? No. And then so we, so people were doing it. And we just kept exploring and, you know, had a hilarious night. And the next day, I, I'm a marketer by trade. I woke up in the bed and I started looking like pubic hair conditioner, pubic hair moisturizer, intimate skincare moisturizer. Nothing existed. This is 2013. Nothing existed. So I started Googling. What I did find is forums at the time. We were not communicating. At, like podcasts hadn't, they had come and they didn't kind of, kind of hit and then they'd gone. And, you know, people weren't being so vulnerable on Instagram and things like that. And so women were in forums asking all these intimate questions. And one of the topics was, it was European women. On top of that, our white girl friends was like, how, how would I do with this coarse hair? I don't know what to do. You know, so because their hair is so vast, sometimes their hair is vastly different from their head to their pubic hair. And that was the question. My boyfriend thinks my pubes are rough. How can I help? Countless, hundreds, thousands of comments. And the majority of them said, they all prefaced with, I don't know if this is safe, but that would be one response. The other would be, you should talk to your gynecologist, but the dot, dot, dot was the same. Have you tried your hair conditioner? Have you used your hair shampoo and conditioner? So they were all prefacing it with a level of sensitivity and caution, like this probably ain't good, but this is what we've been doing for years. And I remember bringing it up to some colleagues and one of my um, seasoned colleagues who's in her mid fifties, when I first came back from the trip and I said, oh my God, I think I came up with something that no one's like, I'm going to try this. And I tell her and she turned bright red, she's Latina. And I said, what's wrong? She said, in my 50 years, I've never told anybody that I do that. And I've never been asked. She said, I can't believe you're going to make some. I thought I was the only one in the world. She's like, I've never asked my sisters, my nothing. And then she goes, oh my gosh, I wonder if my daughter does it. She had a 20, late 20, 30 year old daughter. And it just sparked this conversation. And that's where it came from. So shout out to that brother who probably deserves equity in the company. He, he don't deserve shit, no. Sorry, Bo. Wendy, I am, I am floored. Like I am genuinely floored because again, when I received the, your, your product as a gift, um, I was very confused. I was like, first of all, I don't really have pubic hair. My pubic hair, I don't get ingrowns. I've been waxing for an eternity. It's super soft. It grows slow. I mean, my, my coochie is doing all amazing things on its own, right? And I was like, I don't think I need this. And then <clears throat> I had this little situation. So yeah, yeah. I was um I when when the hair started growing back, and I'm like, <laughs> like it's so itchy because I decided that I wasn't uh so basically look, and and you were right, because on this podcast, we just did all our little business. <laughs> basically, the the hair grows back on the inside before the outside. So I found myself like it feels weird to go get a wax because usually it would be the bikini line. I, I got to go wax it all off. I'm like, I don't, it's it's not enough hair to get a full Brazilian and it's just growing on right. the inside and it's itchy. And I was like, well, let me try this. And it worked. And this summer I was having a hot girl summer and I was out of town 
And I had, <laughs> the hair was starting to grow back. And I went to the gynecologist. I had an appointment already set up in New York City. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's still a little itchy. And she was like, well, it just looks like dry skin. I thought, you know, because I was trying to live my best whole summer. I was like, they probably done gave me something or, you know, but she's like, it's just, it's just <laughs> dry, dry skin. No, it's funny you say that because I had someone, we're always nervous, especially when you make a product like this for that woman's, mm-hmm. you know, and, and thank God for our chemist, because I mean, for those of you that are wondering real quick to answer, like, how'd you even make this? Like, Thank God for private label, but thank God for a chemist who knew because the way we was about to formulate was gonna make coochies fall completely off, like fall right out they dresses on the ground, <laughs> right out they dresses was gonna be coochie down, so to the socks, coochie literally down. coochie down to the socks, <laughs> literally. But hey, we, I had someone reach out once, and she said, "Listen, I'm nervous because I was using your con- product, and then I stopped, and then I'm like getting itchy and irritated, and like." Is it the soap? I said, well, I what soaps that. are you using? And she let me know. I'm no shade to any brand. I don't want to say what she was using. And I said, listen, I know these products are great and we want to support, but sometimes they can be very drying. I said, you introduced your body to something that overdosed it and moisturized and then you took in moisture and you took it away. That's literally what happened to me. I said, start using it again slowly, spot check. I said, to see, make sure you're not getting any irritation or you're not doing, because different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. As this product is, as the sensitivity tested, there's still going to be people that this does not work. It throws something off. And sometimes your body's so off that when it gets introduced to something good, the changes that it's going through make you think it's something negative when you actually needed to go through that process to actually get the, you know, like when you get a facial, mm-hmm. like if great as you're getting it, but then your skin's like kind of ugly for a few days until it gets all the toxins out of your pores and then you get to the good. And so, you know, we, it's, it's, we always tell people, you know, take this to any gynecologist. My gynecologist, shout out to Dr. Suzanne Gilbert-Lentz, um, oncologists. We've had dermatologists reach out about the ingredients that are here. Because when they look, what is, what is, we can't deny are the ingredients that we're using. We can't take credit. That really is our chemist. All we knew was we wanted a safe product. We wanted something effective. And we knew we wanted something cream-based. Because our competitors, now listen, we weren't the first to market. We had the idea in 2013. A brand beat us to market in 2016. Uh, a month after we had met our chemist. We didn't have a chemist till 2016, okay? The path was idea July 2013, trying to figure it out for three years, going to private label labs. So anybody who's out there thinking about making a make a lipstick or a makeup or a hair product, there are things called private labels. Sometimes the same brand that makes your cheap one that you found in Walgreens is the same brand that makes the one that's carried in Barney's, Bloomingdale's, you know, whatever, Sephora. So those, they're private label. They just might not own their formula, but they're able to use elements of an existing formula. Okay. So I did know that much. I had that much knowledge because of my, <laughs> my background in, in fashion and beauty and around prestige brands. And so what we didn't learn until the journey was that most of these labs were owned by men. They didn't quite, you know, they thought this was a great idea, but we were still scared to share everything. So we kind of sat on it for three years. And I met our biochemist on vacation in a jacuzzi. She was visiting the United States with her family. And we got, I'm a Libra, I'm friendly. And we got to talking. And when I found out what she did and what a biochemist did, because it was foreign to me too, uh, she said, yeah, God showed me your aura and I'm supposed to help you with this. Not only can I make this, you're going to own your formula. I'm going to go back to my country. I'm going to formulate in my lab and I'm going to come back in a few months. Four months later, I met her in Napa, California with our, um, with our samples. And wow. it took us, w- w- took us another three years 
to get it to market. And why do you ladies think that is as black women that have developed something? What, what would, what would delay us? <laughs> funding. Hold hard cash, money, yes. funding, you know? So thank God for being an employee. We've, we learned so much being on our jobs and Gina can maybe speak to that before we get off, but uh, for thank God for my 401k. Thank God for getting paid every two weeks and being a salaried executive where I can take this. I looked at my bank account the other day. I said, Am I is it, does this checking account look near over? Is this near what's this thing called close to overdraft? <laughs> and it's like you have to remember every dime I get every two weeks is typically going in to pay our. Our, you know, our our team, including our lovely publicist who set this up, who was a former colleague of mine. But it is, it's a journey that way. And it took us that long. We didn't launch until June of 2019. And since then, several brands have beat us to market, mostly oil-based, mostly um, um, white women, um, very few Black women-owned intimate skincare brands that are, I think are made at the level that we are. Made in a lab, biochemists, all that. There are a few out there. We are not the only but there's room for all of us. When have you been in, you can't, you ain't even been into 7-Eleven and see one brand mm, right. on it. There's multiple. So there's room for all of us. And everything won't be your flavor for your body, but we're hoping that condition her is yours. Right. Yes. Yes. Well, let me just to, just to tie my little story. I did not have STD, y'all. I just had a little dry, <laughs> <with your skin. laughs> a, dry vulva. a little dry vulva. And it was dry because of exactly what you said. Um, I was at a friend's house in Brooklyn and I used her soap and it was just too strong. My vagina is a CeraVe vagina and whatever little fruity shit she had <laughs> threw me off. And I was like, it was, it dried me out. And when I was um, doing my research on condition her, I learned a lot about soap irritation and how like most soaps have a pH balance of like eight to 10 when the inside of your vagina is like 3.5 pH. So it's like- 3.5 to 4.5. Yeah. I was like, this is the issue. And <laughs> But in that same, in this, keeping in that same conversation, fellas that are listening, you know, thank God my girl didn't have a UTI over, or STD or STI or anything over here. But fellas, just because you're not giving us that, your little, your little swimmers, your little semen, yeah, it's problematic. Your semen is, is extremely alkaline. So for those of you that are hopefully in a solid partnership, you know, what the kids call it, shooting up the club. <clears throat> yeah. So those of you that are basically practicing unsafe sex, not using condoms, um, and you're okay with that, and you're not, you know, practicing the pullout method, your little, your little sperm is throwing us off every time. So ladies, if you have a partner, and sometimes even condoms, when you have a new partner, the way the body chemistry is mixing, those things are messing with your pH. What you're eating when your period is approaching and when you're on your period, the sure. blood, you know, the presence of blood changes your pH. So you want to be mindful of what you're putting, what you're eating. You know, we always tell people like, it's not what we, we're, you know, it's not just what you're putting in your body. It's also what you're putting on your body, yeah. but what you be mindful of what you're putting in your body. There's tons of, where's my little notes here? Tons of things you can go on your next trip to Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, wherever you shop, you can grab, um, let us know, Wendy. What should we be grabbing? Here are my little notes. Okay, so this is like the VJJ kit. Okay. okay. So look, I was gonna ask. here's this setup. I'm going to give you, so you can, this is your everyday, but then is this your hot girl winter? You know, you having a hot girl winter too, and you still out in these streets. These are things you want to have in your little whole bag kit. You want to have these around that week where it's going to be popping. But things like um, strawberries, ladies. We Strawberries are higher in vitamin C than oranges are, okay? And what vitamin C does for the vagina, mm -hmm. the inside, ladies, 
It, uh, it keeps it free from dryness internally. It helps alleviate itching. It also plays a huge role in collagen synthesis, which meaning it's, it's keeping that tissue, um, the, it's a tissue and muscle elasticity, uh, AKA is keeping the wop, whoppy, okay? <laughs> and so that's why you want to add strawberries to your diet when you can for that vitamin C and just for overall health. Um, almonds and other nuts mm. uh, are wonderful. And also uh, other berries also. There's other berries that you can, you can do your, your due diligence to see what works for you. If strawberries aren't for you, people have allergies. Almonds, almonds and other types of nuts are also great. They are high in vitamin B and calcium, which help prevent vaginitis. Who would have thought? So if you can oh. raw almonds, not the not the sugar, not the hella salty, you know. Not the wasabi want. ones. I like the wasabi. Nah, you want to oh, keep them those. almonds. And then listen, <laughs> we've all grown up thinking pineapple juice is it and it does this and that. Anecdotally, it really doesn't. Does it, is it acidic and does it, might it change, you know, the little bit of a scent or kind of, but really, if you really want to win and you really kind of might want to change like the, the taste and the secretions or anything like that, what, what, and just really keep your body safe is you want to introduce raw cranberries to your diet. Cranberries? Right? Now, gynecologists have been telling us for years, drink a glass of cranberry juice. It helps, you know, if you get the UTIs. Yeah. But see, what happened was is they, the research has happened over years and it turns out that all that cran raspberry, cran apple, all the sugars in it, it does not have the cranberry, the process in which the cranberry is added to those products does not have the proper nutrients mm. to do what the cranberries are meant to do naturally in their raw form. So you're going to need to go and even some of the juice forms, like so you're going to need to go to at least Trader Joe's and grab their raw cranberry juice. It's no sugar added. It's about $2.99. You can get it there all the time. And add that if you just can't sit, I would say have a. And I'm, you just have to take that one. You got to take that one for the team. Yeah, I would have a glass. Of, <laughs> I would have at least, you know. That cranberry juice. Woo. Nasty. I would try to have at least a glass a day or at least, you know, three, four times a week. If you just can't take the bitterness, go ahead and get you the pineapple juice too there. I try to get not from concentrate and I, I cut it. I cut the, the raw, raw cranberry juice with the pineapple. So maybe okay. three fourths cran a fourth pineapple to add just a little bit, you know, to yeah. break it up a little bit. And um, that will help. Let me give you that the notes on that. It helps keep pH levels balanced. Um, the acidic property helps relieve symptoms and fight UTI causing bacteria and vaginal infections and other products. So women, uh, we've been kind of led to believe that cranberry products or drinking cranberry juice will help you if you have a urinary mm -hmm. tract. It does not. The the proper dose of cranberries in the proper form, what they do is help create, uh, they help stop the recurrence because what they do is they make, I guess, whatever UTI stick to. I am the doctor, so don't even ask me to get the technical. <laughs> what it does is it makes the part of your vagina that UTI stick to, it makes that area slippery so they can't, when they come back around, they can't, if you're, if you're keeping that daily dose and that weekly dose of cranberry in you, it won't stick the next time. Mm. So, yeah, there's, listen, we've learned so much Love. about this along the way. Women have told us so much about what happens, you know, the things that happen. We didn't think, what about people, women with e eczema when we started? But it became a thing because women with eczema reached out. We didn't think about women who got sebaceous cysts on their vulva. Can you imagine? We didn't think about that. We didn't think about postmenopause and the menopause processing. What happens for women that the, the extreme drying internally? Then what happens postmenopausal? Mm. There are ailments that are, leave your whole area dry and irritated. 
externally the vulva post-menopause. And so this product really is for anyone. I love talking to young girls, especially moms out there that have daughters that are approaching the age where they're getting their cycle and you're really trying to get them on track. They need to create an intimate skincare If you're teaching them how to wash their face and what products to use on their face and that skincare regimen, you should absolutely be giving them a regimen for their body and how they care for their body. And we have seven-year-olds that use this product because of the natural state. And there's some that have, you know, had issues with chafing at that age. And so men, men also use it between their thighs because they run, they chafe, they use Mm -hmm. it. And use it on their pubic hair because they want to pubes. Listen, the one thing I can definitely say is that we don't even have to, to think Women, when the product works for them, they send us a picture. They're like, you know what? That's y'all getting coochie mail. Like, oh. I mean, I someone told us that it worked on their hemorrhoids. We were like, what? <laughs> we we don't recommend this, but did it work? It's like, when y'all remember when Strivectin? Y'all know Strivectin when that brand came out? I was around when Strivectin came out, and that, that was like they really promoted stretch mark being a stretch mark cream. And it was mm-hmm. high. And I think Fred Siegel was one of the first places to carry it and mm. found with their own employees over months that it did all sorts of other things. So they like, had, I think from what I understand and what I've been told, I could be wrong. Shout out to Strivec team. Hope I'm telling your story right. But they ended up you know, kind of rebranding and telling all the other things that it's done. So that's how we find ourselves. Yeah. You know, I literally have had a lady like, don't judge me, but it's my face cream. I was like, girl, girl. <laughs> Formulated for that, but do you? So, you know, the things we've it's learned. It's because of the quality of the ingredients. Yeah. Because not only does the biochemist has kind of taken this on as her baby too. And because she, you know, she's, she's specialized in creating products, you know, for cancer patients. She was really, really intentional with the ingredients. Um, and like I said, and she taught us so much about, you know, like you, like, like Wendy said earlier about what you put on your skin and how that actually ends up inside your body. Yeah. You know, and and we realized that this is not just a beauty product, but it's a wellness product. It's health and wellness. And speaking, if y'all ladies don't mind, we love to leave folks with a regimen. We always we talk about our seven. I was gonna steps. ask that. Yes. And I'd oh, love to share. But before and, we get into yes, into that, Eugenia, no. what are these ingredients that you keep speaking about? What are these ingredients? Oh, I got Lord. you. I got, <laughs> you got, you got I a got list. <laughs> Listen, I again, folks, I keep it real again because we are not chemists and we bounce back and forth. I keep my notes. So um, shea butter uh, and in, 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 in the sense of it being formulated and mixed in the proper way um, with these brands. So it's antimicrobial. It's anti-inflammatory qualities. It's uh, rich in vitamin A and vitamin E. So it's helping nourish the skin. We've got German chamomile. That's conditioning the hair. That's getting that hair together. That's not going to give you Hawaiian silky. It's not going to be flat press, but it's going to keep that hair nice and soft. Uh, And while it helps maintain pH balance for the skin, okay? So that's the German chamomile. Olive oil, uh, moisturizing. Uh, We're trying to get away from the term anti-aging. We'll say age-defying. Anti-aging is not going through this ebbs and flows of people not liking that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Olive oil is also uh, cleansing the skin and it's like refreshing. I think that olive oil is what's giving you, they they say that's like a refreshing aftershave. So I think that's what's kind of calming that irritation. And finally, that we, yeah, antibacterial that we like to call our hero product because we didn't know all of the, uh, all of the benefits of this particular ingredient. And you didn't see a lot of brands, ironically, after our brand came out, I won't say it was us. I'm sure they were working on it, but Burt's Bees actually reformulated and they have this in their product, but that's cotton oil. Okay. So the irony of, you know, it's, it's, 
it's funny. So it's anti-inflammatory for the skin and it has conditioning properties for the hair. And we have just a high quality cotton oil. It's not, it's not just that we have cotton oil. It's the quality of it. It's where we make it, where it's sourced from. We ain't going to reveal all our secrets because we're trying to keep that. <laughs> we're trying to compete out here with these folks that them beat us to market. But um, when we found out what it was about our cotton oil and how it came from like from the best regions in the world, we understood what the quality of product that we have. And so those are just some of the ingredients in there that are that are important in that um that we are happy that are, are in our product and that are not harsh oils. They're not harsh chemicals. Like again, just because you see something on a label and it says something that you in your mind perceive as natural does not mean yep. that it's going to work with the flow of your pH all over your body. And one of the things that's really important to us is that um, is actually beautiful about the product is that it's a cream. Mm-hmm. You know, many of our competitors are oil-based. And even some of the creams that are on the market, they actually separate because they're, you know, they're heavier on the oil side. And this is a, you know, it being a moisturizer, you know, you need, you, you need both. You need the moisture and the oil to seal. And so this is like a really, like when you, you get the product, if you have it and you put it on your skin and you rub it in, you can, you can tell that it's not only, it's not only moisturizing, but it's actually sealing, you know, it's sealing that moisture right. in. You can Which feel is- it when you get, Duny, if you don't have yours yet, we're going to get one to you. So when you put, I Thank do a you. hand set, put it on your hand and leave it. And maybe like an hour or two later, feel your hand again. And you feel like it's there. Right. You know what I mean? Like you you feel that softness. And, and in terms of the hair, I remember when we got our samples, Gina and I, we just had the samples we were sharing with friends. And finally I said, Gina, have you tried this? You know, are you really trying it every day? I said, all this you all in her coochie now what if we i was like but what if we're telling women what if we're gearing up to tell women that this product we're gonna launch softens hair and it really doesn't i was like gina we got to be using this every day we just had little samples and these little tiny things and so we start using about two weeks later we followed up i said gina i can't i don't have nobody to measure because this i'm single i was like but i'm i'm feeling i'm putting i was like i think this hair my hair is feeling softer and she said, me too. <laughs> we were like, okay, it works. Like and we were like, like it back. was like excited. It was like, oh my God. <laughs> like it works. I, we can't be out here lying to the people. I'm going to be mad, you know. That's why I was like, it's not going to be Hawaiian silky. You're not going to have a whole new braid. It's not going to be no twist out braid. You know what I'm saying? Like not doing that with this, but it it's does. It's taking up a notch. Yeah. Yes, I will. I will. If that can lead us into the seven step regimen, I'd love yeah. to share um, with you all. And again, make your own regimen. We started with five. We added a few. So number one, keep your vulva area clean. OK, we're not going to tell you what to wash with. Your gynecologist will tell you warm water is fine. You use what you want. What's been worked for your body. And okay? remind them what the vulva is. And Right. And the vulva is the external part that leads. So the vagina is part of the vulva. The vagina is internal canal. We put tampons, those things, at least to your cervix. The vulva is everything outside around it. So that's the skin up top. Um, the skin, I'll do a little demo in a second, but that's, you want to keep that area clean. You know, you don't want to be going up inside, but you want to go around inside your lips, all that good stuff, clitoral hood, all that, okay? You're washing. Then you want to exfoliate a few times a week, gently. We suggest you can get those little, 99 cents, you can get those little exfoliating. You don't want anything too rough. If you have, you know, and if you're, you already have an exfoliating soap that you use a few times a week, go ahead and use it, but just gentle circular strokes, you know, top, top area around the sides, anywhere, especially if you get ingrowns, very, 
very softly, gently. Then three, you want to back it up with the moisture. You want to moisturize the vulva with safe ingredients, with a product like conditioner. So we're here for you. We got you covered. If for some reason there is a product in our formula that you have a nut allergy, so there's shea butter in there, there's things that something won't work for you, I would suggest um, and talk to your gynecologist and your gynecologist will tell you that raw coconut oil will work for you. And you don't want to get anything that's scented or anything you want. Raw, virgin, um, or what's the other one, Gina? Virgin, or um, do you remember the other form? She likes virgin because virgin has a scent. I forget the other, but there's two different types of olive, uh, of coconut, uh, coconut oil that you can get. Is it like ah, cold pressed? Sorry, it's refined. Refined. Uh, has a scent. Refined doesn't have a scent. It makes me feel like my co- my coochie is cooking. I don't like it. Gina likes it. Other people I like, like I don't. coconut. Right. And my so man likes it. Right. <laughs> so, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm single. So maybe I should need to switch it up. So you're going to moisturize. That's number, we're on step three. Four, eat foods that help support vaginal health. And we went over those. Add Next time you're in the store, add the almonds. Add Greek yogurt. I can talk about Greek yogurt. Avocados. Those are wonderful for vaginal health. The avocados prevent dryness, itching, bur- um, burning. They add natural lubrication. Uh, also, vitamin B, uh, vitamin B six, and potassium. Greek yogurt is also great. And y'all um, eat these. Do not rub them on your. Yes, eat these. Don't put them on your coochie. Although Greek yogurt, you can talk to your gynecologist because yogurt can be used in that area for various things. But talk to your gynecologist about why you'd be using yogurt. Um, anyway, internally. So five. Okay. So four was eat the foods you eat. Right. Five is your annual gynecologist visits. I've had, you know, some doctors are saying you get your well woman or your pap every three years. I'm going to stick to old school. I'm going every year. Every year. Every year around my birthday. A doctor told my bestie that this week. And I said, is your doctor black? I said, that concerns me. Just as a black woman with all our whole, like, medical divide for us. Like, I'm going to my doctor every, I'll be damned if I go in three years and they tell me something's wrong that I could have fixed. Yeah. Three years. Uh-uh. So go at your annual pap smear, and I'm going to go ahead and throw your, your mammogram if you are of age. That's number five. Number six, okay, read women's health and wellness. Read up on health and wellness. Like, read books. There's tons of books that are out there that um, work for you. There's, there's uh, oh my gosh, what are some, I don't even have my books in front of me. Uh, Dr. Jackie, I think she's on one of the Real Housewives or something. She has a book. Medicine. There's tons. Read books. And lastly, so y'all clutch your pearls. Everybody ready for this? Because everybody's going to feel seen. I'm not. I'm like talking to you like I'm singling you out. Ready, ladies? Gina, you want to tell them what it is? Change your panties. You got to get rid of the old panties because it's not healthy to keep them. We're, we're strongly suggesting every year to switch them out. And oh. that's that's pretty much the common thing out there. Like that, that but you, as you know, you know, bacteria, I mean, Washing doesn't get everything out, you know? So, so those listening, close your mouth because we know you got the eight-year-old panties, the 10-year-old panties. We know, them. we know you holding on to them two pairs because they remind you of so-and-so and what he used to do when y'all used to do it. Give them up, turn it loose. <laughs> Throw them away. We know they in there. We know we got the one with the hole on the right butt cheek, but they fit right. The period, you call them your period panties. No, ma'am. Throw them out, period. So every Christmas, your auntie... Your godmom, your mom, your grandma, they asking what you want. You want new panties. And you just send them a link to your new panties that you get. And you buy, have them to buy two pairs. So next year, you could just throw out and replace them. And so and that, I have, that's yeah. important. I have also already told the girls on the pod about my sustainable panty journey and about the company I use where 
you when you buy their panties, you can return all your old panties. Like you can return all your old panties and they recycle the fibers and the fibers are put in like rugs and shit. Like it's a whole thing. We need to know about that. That might be a good little partnership. That's awesome. So thank, I'll send you all the details. We do have a friend. Shout out to Nikki Chu who owns Nudies, N-U-D-I-E-S. They are foldable underwear. They come in a box. They kind of look like tissue. Yeah. And there's five to seven. She really made them for the traveling woman who didn't want to have the crusty crunchy. Y'all know y'all be putting them crusty crunchy jars in your travel bag when you're gone. I do suggest washing your panties in the shower every day too, ladies. I don't put dirty underwear in my, for me personally. I wash them every day in the shower and I hang them up to dry. The next day they go out and the new pair goes up and then they go in the dirty clothes. So do you, but I do. Shout out to my Jamaican friends who don't be playing. They be like, well, wash the underwear in the shower. I was just going to say, that's definitely a West Indian thing. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I didn't get it till I got older. I was like, this is kind of nasty. I ain't did this laundry for two weeks. These little crusty jaws over there like this. Oh. Y'all know. <laughs> All right. We know We know you ladies have to go, but our last question for you is, why does beauty need you? Oh, okay. So why does beauty need us? Um, Gina, Gina. Number one, um, we are real women who, who realized that we had a need for something and actually created it. Um, a lot of the times that I, you know, because Wendy and I have been thrust into this space you know, because like, like this is an outside the box idea that is definitely different from any one of our career paths at that particular moment. And since we've had to do so much research, we've watched all of our competitors, we've watched this, we've watched that. And one of the things that, that I noticed is that we were, number one, we were Black. So that's one of the reasons. And then number two, that we were women who really cared about the solution. Like we wanted the solution to be healthy. We wanted the solution to be natural. We wanted the solution to work on women of color. We, you know, we were asking those questions. Will this work on coarse hair? Will this work on this? We were asking those questions that really only black women would ask, you know, you know, as, you know, as a head of mm-hmm. HR, you know, I'm always thinking about diversity and what that brings to the, to the, to the boardroom or what it brings to the workplace. But in this space and beauty, I think it's the same question is what does being black bring to this space and, and creating something like this for women and not just women of, of one race or one t- t- hair texture as black women, you know, we know 4C, 3C, 8B, you know, like we have, there's so many, you know, layers and dimensions to us. And I think that as creators, we brought those questions and, and, and hit those, you know, check those boxes during our process. And I think it, that's why the product works so well. And it works for so many different types of people is because we brought that to the table. And, and I'll, I'll say, Gina said, we thought outside of the box. I'm going to say, we actually thought inside of the box. For those of you, you know, for those of you that call that area, of the box, we actually thought inside of the box. And I think beauty needs us. Beauty needs us. A, like Gina said, we're black women creating uh, a product that didn't exist. And even though it's here, it gives, I think, other women of color a sense of comfort of knowing that, hey, this is for us, you know? And although we're, we are a product that's not just for Black vulvas, we are, you know, we are for all vulvas. All the vulvas, <laughs> for lack of better way to say it. But beauty needs us because it needs more diversity on the shelves. It needs more Black women that are intentional and who are, laser focused on creating generational wealth for ourselves, 
for our family and for our communities. And so being a founder and being one of the first to hopefully see ourselves follow in behind Bea Dixon with um, her Honeypot Co. and sitting on that shelf as another Black woman-owned brand in the feminine care aisle, you know, or being able to walk around that aisle and high-five Shantae London, who's the first Black woman to sit on that sun care aisle. What's up, Shantae? We had her on the show. We love her. Yeah, and she's a friend and we're super proud of her, you know, and I think that it's important for us to see us, but also the youth for moms to be able to walk through an aisle and, and, you know, say, oh, that's, you know, a girl that looked like you made that. And so we are just, first of all, I want to say thank you, ladies, for providing this opportunity because nothing better than to help a brand like us, especially as Black women in working in a space that wasn't created for us. And we didn't say earlier, but we didn't even re- reveal that we were a Black-owned company until after the murder of George Floyd and the uprising. You know, we did not know that it, it if it was conducive to our brand with us not being gynecologists, with us not being scientists. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that I think that um, stepping out in our boldness and who we are is inspiring to us, but also to others. So, again, opportunities like this where we get to tell our story in our authentic voice and how it works for us. Um, and what we've seen and experienced is like beyond powerful. It's almost bigger than any ad placement that we could do. And it's just, I, I love what you ladies are doing. And if we can be of support to you by referring other women we come across on this journey or just be a support to you in any way, um, we would love to. So thank you for this time. Um, your followers and listeners can find us at Condition Her everywhere in social. We get in you know, we in our 40s when I, I tell this joke, I was like, you know, we grown when we call them the TikTok. We on the TikToks, we on the we on the <laughs> we on the Facebook, the Instagram, we on the we on the Instagrams for you tell your aunties and them. You on Meta, you on Meta now. You know, we on the Metas now. We ain't on the, we on the Metas. <laughs> now, girl, you know the black folks gonna call that the Facebooks till the end of time. We on the internet. We coming to the TikToks. We kind of trying to figure it out, but you can find us at Condition Her. We're super active on Instagram. Um, our entire team, I don't know if we said, is all women. We're a Black woman-owned company. Our chemist is a woman. Our uh, our publicist, who's sitting here listening and watching, is Filipina woman. Uh, our attorney, white, diversity, DNI, <laughs> Sarah. Uh, <laughs> you know, our social media team, Brittany um, and the Boss Up ladies, uh, young Black women doing big things and helping brands like us. So shout out to all of those women that help us on our on this day-to-day journey and women like you that um, have given us this opportunity. Hit up our website, conditionher.com. By the time this airs, it should look brand new. We should be real cute. So thank you. I love you. this. And we couldn't walk away without sharing a discount code. Yes. So yeah. our um, community's discount code, which will be up. We ain't going to do y'all dirty. It won't be down in 30 days, but it's just all together. Beauty needs me all together. Use that at checkout and it will give you a 20% discount on all the items in your cart. Thank you, ladies, so much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much, Wendy and Eugenia. It was a pleasure having you. Until Amazing. next time. Pleasure to be here. Bye. Keep, let that vulva boom, ladies. Let the vulva boom. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> My beauty needs me. This one's for you. This one's for you. I think I made it.